welcome to Paraguay, welcome to Ciudad del Este, and welcome to the Paradise Paradox. I just want to tell you something really quick. If one were to take a journey to Ciudad del Este, a foreigner might find that they could pass very easily from Paraguay across the Friendship Bridge into Brazil. Now, of course, Brazil, Paraguay, Argentina, and a couple of other countries have an agreement known as Mercosur, or the South Market, the South American Market. So it makes immigration relatively easy. It's like a sort of European Union of South America, you could say, but not as tightly controlled or tightly linked, but it does allow for trade and immigration. So one could walk over the Puente de Amistad straight into Brazil. One wouldn't have to go into immigration at all and possibly go to the, the point of three borders, which is in Foz do Iguaçu, over there on, on the other side, and see the, the delights that they have there, the, the shows that they put on and things. Crossing <laughs> without a stamp in your passport, you can travel like that. That's why people say, well, criminals kind of go, come into Paraguay, perhaps leaving Brazil or Argentina because the borders aren't as strict. But people say that the, the borders for Brazil are very strict. Well, not this one. This one you can just cruise on by. And say if a person were on a bus coming back from Foz de Iguazu, taking the bus to Ciudad del Este, just a normal bus, costs about $2, 10,000 or 11,000 guaranias. It would just roll right through immigration, wouldn't even bother to stop. Perhaps you might feel a little nervous coming back through a process like that. Technically, you haven't done anything wrong, but this is something that's still enforced in us from an early age, beaten into us, the fear of authority. But why, why do we still believe in authority after all these years? It's so funny, after the things that have happened to you, maybe you've seen some corrupt cops, maybe as my former partner in crime or partner in profitable activities, Mr. Mr. Battle had some problems with the police once where they accused him of doing a burnout in an intersection in Newcastle, falsified the reports and got their partner to lie. It's funny when we still believe in authority in these days and we still believe in nation states. The other day with the Multiversity Project, we did an episode talking about the sovereign individual. And I brought up the point kind of a counterpoint to the argument made in the book that people still very much believe in nation states and national myths. They believe in the American bald eagle. They believe in the double-headed eagle of Russia, the bear, Uncle Sam, the uh, Quetzal in <laughs> Guatemala, other eagles and owls, other figures that represent the state looking down on us from above. 
Uh, for example, I said to my friend the other day in Mendoza that people in Mendoza, they're Argentine, but they speak pretty much like to Chileans. But if you say that to a Mendocinian, they will be like, no, accent is completely different and Chileans are traitors. And they say this because of things that happened perhaps 200 years ago during wars, the warriors from which are long since dead. How long will we hold on to these myths? How long will you believe in authority, believe that a person can't cross borders without consequence, that criminals are finally caught, that nation states will remain eternal. I remember I had a student from China and I said to him, well, you know, there are certain parts of China that want to secede. In the Chinese media, I can't say if it's true, but these people are portrayed as terrorists. It's said that they go around train stations stabbing people at random, some effort to try to gain publicity for their cause. But that would be a very strange way to try to gain publicity. It's not exactly the top PR stunt on anybody's list. Not even Edward Bernays would pull a stunt like that. And I said, one day China might separate. And he said, no, it's one China. It will always be one China. I said, has China always been that way, together like that? Not so long ago, perhaps a couple of thousand years ago, China wasn't one nation, but it was separated into several kingdoms. Nation states in their current form have only existed for about 500 years. According to the case made in the sovereign individual, nation states sprung up as a result of gunpowder, the current military technology, which took down the institutions of the former age, such as knights, armored cavalry, and castles. That brought about the industrial age, smelting of iron through coke, invented by the Quaker Abraham Darby. Now, we're in the post-industrial age, we're entering the information age. Factories are no longer as important as they once were, and we'll likely see a lot of entrepreneurs make a lot of money on the internet. That means we don't need the nation state anymore to protect us. And it seems that the nation state is actually powerless to protect us. Because if you ask the FBI, the, the FBI or some other law enforcement agency if they can reclaim your bitcoins after they're stolen, they will put up their hands and say, we just don't have the tools. These law enforcement agencies are obsolete and the people who want to keep their money out of reach of the state, it's becoming more and more possible to do so. Cryptocurrency, cyber currency, as it was predicted in the sovereign individual, still a young technology, 10 years new. But in the following years, we're going to see its development into something that was spelled a dusk of the nation state.
in the Roman Empire, the myths fell apart very quickly. Because what is a myth when there aren't the conditions to support it? What is a bald eagle? What is a symbol if it doesn't have a physical institution? All political power comes from the barrel of a gun. That's what Chairman Mao said. But guns can't shoot cyber money, and they can't shoot cyber institutions, and they can't shoot anonymous cyber individuals. What dreams will come? <laughs> what strange futures lay waiting for us? I don't know, but I'm excited to find out. Thank you so much for listening. Saludos desde Paraguay. Saludos a Brasil. <laughs> Saludos a todos. Take care. Stay beautiful. Stay amazing. Stay grateful.